Hey everybody, what is going on? This is your boy Christian Israel and you are tuned into the New Creation Capital Podcast. This is a place where we normally discuss things that are going on in the world, the stock market and digital assets. However, it is Saturday. It is the Sabbath and you are tuned into the Sabbath and Sunday scriptures. Okay, so every weekend I like to do uh, give you a different type of news, right? I want to give you the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And without going too far into that whole description, let's just dive on in today. I hope you are doing well. It is June 6th, and this is our 11th edition of the Sunday Scripture. So I want to have a conversation with you today. And today might be a little controversial to um, someone who doesn't quite know their Scripture or someone who might over know their scripture right i just want to speak to you today about what is on my heart and i just want to read some scripture to you and go over it verse by verse on far as what the holy spirit is telling me that i see and showing me that i see in the world that we are going in right now today we're going to do a scripture from matthew 24 verses 1 through 14 and I originally was going to do something like a part two or a part three of like a civil unrest, but something is more important to me to talk to you about what I am seeing in the world right now. So I just want to jump on in and discuss with you what is going on. So before I actually read the scripture, no, I'm going to read the scripture before I pray. Okay. So here is what it is. Matthew 24 verse one through 14. And it goes like this. Jesus left the temple and was going away when his disciples came to point out to him the buildings of the temple. But he answered them, You see all these? Do you not? Truly, I say to you, there will not be left here one stone upon another that will not be thrown down. As he sat on the mountain of olives, of the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us, when will these things be, and what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? And Jesus answered them, See that no one leads you astray, for many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and they will lead many astray, and you will hear, war, hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not alarmed, for this must take place, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places, and these are but the beginning of the birth plagues pains then they will deliver you up to tribulation and put you to death and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake and then many will fall away and betray one another and hate one another and many false prophets will arise and lead many astray and because lawlessness will be increased the love of many will grow cold but the one who endures to the end will be saved and this gospel of the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the whole world as a testimony to all nations. And then the end will come. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, first off, thank you so much, Lord, just for being here today. Being with us in this chaotic world, Lord, this fallen world. 
Lord, I pray that as I speak, that the Holy Spirit may use me as a vessel to speak what you need me to say, Lord, to speak what you want your believers to hear, Lord, to speak what maybe the people who do not believe in you, Lord, that you may stir up their spirit, Lord, with your spirit, that they may open their eyes, may unclog their ears so they may see and hear, Lord, what you have to say using me today, Lord. Please use me as your vessel and then move from my vessel to their vessel, Lord, so they may speak your truth, the only truth, Lord. You are the way, the truth, and the life. You are the only way, Lord. You are the only way, Lord. Please let us not be deceived, Lord. Please let us not be distracted. Please let us, Lord, focus on you and your kingdom. In this moment, Lord, please guide me to understand your word. Give me wisdom to understand your word, Lord, that I may speak clearly, directly, and truthfully about what I see and about what you have shown me. Lord, please be with us in this moment and protect us and guide us. I pray this in your name, your son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Okay, so let's dive in here because this is important. Why is this important? Mainly because this is going to be a controversial, at best, topic. A lot of people don't want to hear what I have to say to you today. Why, why is that? Why don't people want to hear the deep, deep dive of the scripture? Okay. I don't know, <laughs> to be honest with you. That's not an answer that I have. Last week I talked about civil unrest. Last week I talked about peaceful protesting. Last week we did a scripture from Romans written by Paul talking about how to react as a believer. Now, as I opened my eyes and I read Twitter this week, you know, because I am a guy who, who searches, you know, I do quantitative analysis, uh, technical analysis, and fundamental analysis, right? And these are uh, not only on uh, cryptocurrency and the stock market, but kind of also the psychology of our world at the moment. And this scripture has just been popping out to me so much, so much. And as I listened to a lot of uh, pastors yesterday, a lot of scriptures yesterday, a lot of apologetic uh, statements yesterday, just searching through YouTube, having conversations with my stepfather yesterday, just about some things and how no one likes to speak about the things Jesus truly talked about. And these are the words of Jesus. So what we're seeing here is that people wanted Jesus to come and take over and destroy the Roman army and the Roman empire. But at this point in time, when he came 2000 years ago, that was not his point. His point was to warn us of what was to come and what still had to come and to save us and go on that cross for us to keep us from having a second death, right? So our first death is when our earthly body dies and a second death is when we go into hell and go into burn uh, the hell, the burning of the flames and instead he came to save our eternal soul so we may be in heaven and, and not have that separation, that sin that missed the mark and not be able to spend with the glory of glory so that we may be from glory to glory from strength to strength and be with our father our abba elohim jehovah jair right to be with him 
where we're supposed to be, before we are separated, before the fall. However, we are now in a fallen kingdom. Now, I have no idea how many views or how many people are going to listen to this message. When it's, when it's signed, the signs of the end times and these things must come to pass. This is only the beginning, right? You probably already tuned off. You probably not even made it to the eight-minute mark of this. But I'm going to tell you what the Lord has put on my heart. So let's jump into verse 3. It says, As Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives, the disciple came to him privately. Tell us, they said, when will these things happen? When will this happen? And what will be the sign of your coming in the end of the age? He's asking specifically, when will the temple be turned down? Right, And so he says that the temple fell and the curtain was split in 70 AD when the Romans came and sacked Jerusalem. But then the next question, and the coming, what will be the sign of your coming and the end of an age? So we see here, just a little history, the stone fell from the temple, was destroyed in Jerusalem in 70 AD when the Roman Empire came and also took down Bethsaida. Right? And the last of the Jews were killed, well, committed, I mean... If you, if you read your history books, right, they, they, the, the, the Jews on Bethsaida got up on the mount and actually uh, committed suicide, leaving all their swords and their shields and all that so the Romans wouldn't take them as slaves, so the Romans wouldn't take them and, and put them into uh, the men into slavery, uh, the, the children into child labor, and the women into prostitution. Um, they decided to commit homicide, not homicide, suicide. By laying, and so when people would see that all their swords were laid down in piles, all their shields were laid down in piles, no one could say that they fought to their death. Instead, instead of uh, being taken by the Roman uh, Empire, they decided to commit suicide. I think that's important to understand here. So that's what happened in 70 AD. Then the next question is, what will be the sign of your coming in the end of the age? Now here's the answer Jesus said. He said, this is important for right now in 2020. Watch out that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name claiming, I am the Messiah, or I am the Christ, and will deceive many. So many will be deceived. But he's saying you as a believer in him, as a believer in the gospel right now, do not be deceived. How can you not be deceived? Let's talk about that. How can I not be deceived? That's by you opening your Bible and reading your word. If the church that you sit in right now or the person you listen to right now is not reading from your scripture, from the Bible that you can pick up in your hand, this is a world that we have not. This has only been available for two, three hundred years, guys, that everyone can pick up a Bible. Yes, the first Bible was printed on a printed press back in the 1400s, but then we had the Dark Ages, where a certain group of people, uh, a certain religious sect, was killing anybody who held a Bible. If you held a Bible and you went against what they called at the time the church, you were being murdered, you were being killed, you were being persecuted, okay? So he is talking about this right here. People will say, I am the head of the church, follow me. Not Jesus Christ, follow me, I speak for Christ. That is what they said, and if you opened your Bible at that point in time, during what is called the Dark Ages, you were murdered, you were persecuted, you were hung and cursed on a tree. Now, I speak truth to you in this moment. I I, I don't want to use my platform to, to sugarcoat it for you anymore, because in 2 Timothy, Paul writes to Timothy that, that the, the preachers and the pastors and the church at the end of this age, will be saying 
things that tickle your ears and make you feel good. Today's Sunday scriptures, Sabbath scriptures, on recorded on the Saturday, released Saturday night into Sunday, is not to make you feel good. This is not a feel-good moment today. Today is about speaking the truth to you, the truth of the scriptures, because I'm not really hearing that. I'm hearing everything to make you feel good, and this is about telling you the truth. In the Dark Ages, a certain church murdered, killed, and pillaged people who held the Bible because they wanted to be your Messiah. They wanted to be your Christ. That is going on today. And our churches today, listen to my voice. Please listen to the voice that the Holy Spirit has given me to speak to you today. Read your word, pick up your word, see what Jesus says, see what's written in the Old Testament, see what's written in the New Testament, and understand why Jesus came to us so you will not be deceived. If you turn on the news today, you hear verse 6, you hear rumors of wars. You hear of wars, but see that you are not alarmed. And this is the biggest thing. Such things must happen, Jesus says. But the end is still to come. So this is not the end now, but these things must happen. You must be deceived or there must be deceivers, right? There will be wars and rumors of wars these things must happen must not that they will i mean they will but not things that you we can't prevent them guys christians believers you cannot prevent what is going on right now jesus christ says these things must happen but the end is still to come verse 7 says nation will rise against nation kingdom against kingdom we see that right now we see a nation within a nation fighting itself right now. Here in the United States, nation against nation. What do I mean by that? One party against another party. One sect against another sect. One type of people versus another type of people. One type of ideology versus another type of ideology. Nation versus nation. And then kingdom versus kingdom. The Chinese Communist Party against India right now. The United States against some of the Middle East. The Middle East against the Middle East. Russia against America. China against America. Africa versus another country. Nation against nation. Kingdom against kingdom. Do not be alarmed. These things must happen. The kingdom against kingdom. The nation against nation. People being deceived. People claiming to be the Messiah. Hear of wars and rumors of wars. Do not be alarmed. Such things must happen. The end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. Next he says, there will be famines and earthquakes in various places. COVID-19, H1N1, SARS, Earthquakes in Los Angeles, Nevada, Alabama, India, the Philippines, China, the Middle East. Earthquakes everywhere right now. Everywhere, on top of everything. COVID-19, famine, people not eating. The rich getting richer, the poor getting poor. Economies being shut down. War, the world being shut down at the same time. 
Nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. Do not be alarmed. Such things must happen. But the end is still to come. But Jesus says in verse 8, All of these things are the beginning of birth pains. So I have children. So if you've ever had children or you know someone, they know that when you begin to have your, when the women, when our wives begin to have contractions, right? That's the beginning of those birth pains, but the child is not coming. It's only the start. And as the child gets closer to being born, oh boy, it gets more intense. Ask any woman who's had a child, right? It gets more intense, right? At first it's all bubbly. Oh, and then your water breaks, right? Her water breaks, then the contractions and dilation and dilation and die. And it gets worse and worse. The birth pains get closer and closer and closer and closer and closer. And then boom, the screaming cries of a child. But in those pains, something is born. A new life is born. A second life is born. When that child thought they were in the comfort of their mother's womb, all of a sudden they're being pushed into a new world. So where they believe the death has happened, instead, life has happened. When it feels like there was a lot of pain happening, pain must happen for life to be achieved. Pain must happen for life to be achieved. Do not be alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. All these are the beginning of birth pains. Listen to my voice, beloved. Today is the probably the truest thing I have said here. It's not, I don't even know who's going to listen to this. This is not about people. If one person hears this and shares it, please listen to my words. This is scripture. This is not to make you feel good. This is not to make you have hope. This is to let you know the words Jesus spoke. This is to give you truth. Open your eyes to see what is going on in the world today. What is going on in the world today? Verse 9 says this. Listen to this. After the beginning of the birth pains, then you will be handed over to be persecuted and put to death. And you will be hated by all nations because of me right now there is a push for open borders there is a push for one world there is a push to defund the police there is a push to unlock the jails and bring anybody out into the open there is a push to say buying marijuana is essential there is a push to say rioting is essential there is a push to say liquor stores are essential. However, churches are not essential. However, believing in Jesus Christ is not essential. But believing in all religions, the religion of feel good is essential. The religion of self is essential. The religion of dividing the world is essential. But Jesus did not come to divide. In fact, Jesus did not come to bring peace. He came to bring a sword. The sword of the word of God, the sword of truth. The truth will split you like sliced butter because people don't want to hear the truth right now. They want to hear things that are going to make them feel good. In fact, they don't want to hear anything that doesn't go with what they want to think. 
That is why people like me will be persecuted for saying something just like this. I expect all types of people to either flag this or put in the comments how Jesus is not real. How this is all some pseudocism, Plato talk, some fake God, some God of slavery, some white man created Jesus Christ to blah, 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 blah. This is the world of the enemy. The devil speaks there. I will gladly be handed over and persecuted and put to death for your hatred of Jesus Christ. I speak about Jesus today and I will not hold my tongue anymore. If there is a church not telling you the truth of Jesus Christ, just because you say a prayer out loud doesn't make you saved. You have to confess with your mouth, but more importantly, believe in your heart. And I cannot tell you if you are saved. I cannot tell you this. But Jesus says, wide is the road, narrow is the gate. It is hard for a rich man, harder for someone to enter heaven than a rich man. Why? Because a rich man takes their treasures and stores them on earth. Okay, let's not just talk rich in money, rich in pride, rich in social media, rich in um, whatever they believe of the world, rich of this everyone gets whatever they want. No. You don't deserve anything. I don't deserve anything. If I got what I deserved, it would be death. According to God, if I got what I deserve, it is death. First commandment, love the Lord with all your mind, your soul, and your heart. Do not put any other idol before him. Do not Love anything above God. That includes yourself. Money. Do not covet thy neighbor's things. Do not lust in your heart. Do not lie. Do not commit murder. Oh, I haven't committed murder. Have you committed hate in your heart? Do you hate others right now? Do you put on social media, burn this, kill this, murder this? Do you think you are better than somebody else right now? because of whatever they may believe, whatever is in your heart. If you hate in your heart, according to Jesus, you have committed murder. If you have told any type of lie, any type of lie, white lie, whatever you want to call it, any type of lie, you are a liar. Liars will not be in the kingdom. Listen to this. But Jesus came to save your life so that when you are seated among the judgment, God will not see you in your sin. He will see Christ in you because Christ is through you because that's why Christ came in this world to take on your sin and your shame. So when you are handed over and being persecuted and put to death and hated by all nations because of your belief in Jesus Christ, God says that's okay. This is only the beginning of birth pains because that pain must happen in order for you to truly be given birth and life in the kingdom. So say you don't believe there's a second life. How can you not? You don't think there's a second life? What does a caterpillar do when they go in their cocoon and they're born to fly? A caterpillar never knew they could fly. They think they're just going to crawl around on this earth and just live their little bitty life. All of a sudden, they find themselves climbing up a tree and wrapping themselves in a cocoon. And then from that cocoon, they hibernate 
all of a sudden the cocoon opens and they can fly. Now they see the world completely different. That's what it is like to bring Jesus into your life. You think you just see and crawl around this world that is ran by Satan, by the enemy, by the fallen, by the false religions, by the false prophets, by the religion of self, by the religion of anything. That is not Christ. Christ is not about religion. He's about relationship. And listen to what I say right now. All lives matter. They matter to God. But he gives you the option, option to show that your life matters. And that is by believing in what Jesus Christ has done for you. That's why verse 10 says, At that time, when you are hated by all nations because of him, at that time, many will turn away from the faith. How many people right now call themselves Christians but are mad at a president who holds up a Bible and tries to open churches? How can you not follow a man who is opening churches for you to believe, to worship Christ, to be able to say, I am a believer in Jesus Christ? Do you see that the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy? The devil told Adam and Eve, basically Eve, that if you eat this fruit, you will be like God. If you eat what the world gives to you, they say you will be your own God. Don't believe the rumors. Don't believe the lies. Do not turn away from your faith and say abortion is okay. Do not turn away from your faith and say open sin is okay. Do not hate the sin or hate the sin. I do not hate anybody. I love all my brothers and sisters. But it does not mean I can condone the sin that we all do. No sin is greater than any. So yes, a murderer and a liar are looked at the same in God's eyes. A rapist and a murderer are looked at the same. An adulteress, someone who cheats on his wife, and a murderer are looked at the same. Someone who lives in their sexual lust and their sexual deviance and a murderer are looked at the same. So I do not condone the murder of George Floyd, but he, the guy who killed him, I don't even remember the cop's name, right? The cop who killed him is no different than the person having sex with someone else's wife right now, or the person having sex period with same sex or whatever it may be god looks at you the same but when you believe in jesus christ in your heart not just feel good saying it out of your mouth but in your heart then we are all co-heirs in christ now i know this is not popular because it doesn't make you feel good in fact you might flag this and you might say Oh, you're not speaking the word. I'm speaking exactly what's in this word. I'm not taking it out of context. I'm telling you word for word out of the scripture. At that time, many will turn away from the faith because it does not make you feel good and will betray and hate each other. Open your eyes right now. Do you not see betrayal and hate in the world? Christians turning against Christians? Churches against churches? Southern Baptists, uh, Methodists, uh, whatever, I don't even know all the different types of religious Christian churches out there. I can tell you this right now. Everybody does not believe the same thing. Everybody but does not believe the same thing. 
All these pastors do not believe in the same thing. This is why I have a platform here where I can speak what the Bible says and not have to be under a congregation. That is important to me because I don't want to be muzzled to make people feel good. Because if I make people feel good, then I won't be handed over and persecuted and put to death and be hated because of the words that Jesus spiked. Jesus Christ spoke. At that time, when I say this, many will turn this off, turn from their faith, and betray and hate each other. And many false prophets will appear and deceive many people. There are people standing right now in pulpits deceiving you. If they do not speak the full words of Jesus Christ, they are deceiving you. If they are only taking parts of scripture here and here and here to make you feel good, they are deceiving you. Because of this increased wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. That is verse 12. Because of increased wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. Wow. Verse 13. But the one who stands firm till the end will be saved. Stand firm. Stand firm. Stand firm. Stand firm in your faith. Stand firm in your beliefs. Stay firm to the word of God. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. Jesus is the word because the word became flesh. So when he speaks these words, don't flip it and turn it and turn it into 2020 century of Jesus Christ's words. No. God was before. God is after. God is outside of time. His words do not matter. And that's not what I meant. His words do not change to matter in 2020. And so what do I mean by that? I mean that when he said it in 33 AD, it means exactly the same thing in 2020 AD. There was no difference. It doesn't say, well, he didn't have social media back then or he didn't have Twitter. No, God's not a part of time he is outside of time guys listen to me listen to these words those who stand firm in the end will be saved and the gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations all nations all nations will be hated i'm sorry you will be hated because of all nations and this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations. Then the end will come. These things must happen. Such things must happen. But the end is still to come. These are the beginning of birth pains. Stand firm. And the end, you will be saved. But you have to be saved because you believe in Jesus Christ, not out loud, in your heart. And in your heart, when you see these things, people will see a change. If people don't see a change in you, ask yourself, why not? If I believe in Jesus Christ, there will be a change in my heart, a change in my life. Inwardly, I will be transformed and outwardly, I will not be conformed to the world. So if outwardly I'm still doing all the same things, then why would the world hate me? 
Why would I be persecuted if I fit into this world? If I fit into this world, am I really a changed man through Jesus Christ? Look in the mirror and say, why does the world get along with me? If I believe in Jesus Christ, why does the world get along with me? Ask yourself this question. You think Jesus Christ was put on that cross because the world got along with him? Jesus Christ was put on that cross because of Pharisees and Sadducees and people who said, I read my scripture, I read my Torah every day, and you don't follow it. How dare you? Keep that in mind. Jesus Christ, yes, he was executed by the Romans, but Pontius Pilate gave the people a chance. Our president is giving you a chance. Instead, the crowd said, give us Barnabas. Give us Barnabas. Give us the murderer. Give us the rioter. Give us the liar. Give us the cheater. Give us the adulterer because we, he is more like us. Jesus Christ is not like us. We don't want him. How dare someone come, uh, come to us and convict us of our sins? How dare us someone come and call me a liar, call me a cheater, call me an adulterer, call me someone who does not believe in God? I believe in God. I believe in the God of myself. Hang Jesus on that cross. Curse him on that tree and give me Barnabas. I relate to Barnabas. That was the Pharisees and the Sadducees the Jewish religious leaders, the pagans of those times. Jesus was not accepted then and Jesus is not accepted now. There is no black Jesus. There is no white Jesus. There is no blonde hair, blue eyed Jesus. There is no Jesus but one Jesus, the Jesus of the Bible, the Jesus in the beginning, the Jesus in the end, the Jesus who is and still to come. The name of Jesus. Do you know Jesus? Is the Jesus that you follow, will you be handed over and persecuted and put to death because you are hated by all, by all nations because the name of Jesus Christ? The Jesus you follow, does the world hate that Jesus? And I ask you this tough question. If you are not hated because of Jesus, then who do you follow? Who do you follow? Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He says, many will come to me saying, Lord, Lord, I did this in your name. I raised people from the dead in your name. I, per I, I, uh... I evangelized in your name. I built churches in your name. I did, I gave money in your name. I said your name out loud to people. But Jesus said, I do not know you. Why is that in the scripture? Why does Jesus put that in the scripture? Why does he tell his disciples, I do not know you? Just because you say you know me does not mean I know you. You will not be turned. I'm sorry, you will be turned away. You will not be let into the kingdom of heaven. Why does Jesus say that? Just because you say it out loud 
God knows your heart. That's why it says in Romans, you have to believe in your heart and confess with your mouth. Believe in your heart and confess in your mouth. You can say it out loud, but if you don't believe in your heart, it's a no-go. Sorry. Yeah, I know you don't like what I'm saying right now, but I hope the Holy Spirit is convicting you. Convicting you to look in the mirror. Because all of the things going on in the world right now is the beginning of birth pains. So if you're not speaking Jesus' name out loud and believing in your heart right now, it's only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse. You see what's happening in the streets right now? Riots, burning, disbanding of lawlessness. They want to take away your weapons, get rid of the police, so who can have the streets? The enemy. The devil can have these streets. You know what? And he can have, the devil can have these streets, but he can't have my heart. And I pray that he can't have your heart. The devil does not belong to you. And if he does belong to you, I pray it's not much longer. The gospel of the kingdom of Jesus Christ will be preached in the world as a testimony to all nations. And then the end will come. The end is here. It is coming, but it is also the beginning of this end. These are the signs Jesus told us. What are you doing in these end times? The gospel needs to be preached all over the world. Then the end will come. This is proof right here. This podcast, YouTube, on Apple, Google, Spotify, whatever platform you're listening to this on, can be heard all over the world. Right now, someone in Nigeria, Canada, Russia, America, the Philippines, everyone can hear this. Maybe not everyone will hear this, but the availability to hear this in all nations is possible. Right now, let me ask you a question. Can you look yourself in the mirror, in the eyes, and say, if I die right now, I know with 100% certainty that if I face Jesus Christ, he will hug me and let me into the kingdom. That when I am there to be judged, that God will see the co-heir of Christ in my heart. I am the vine. He is the vine, Jesus says. I am the vine. And we are the branches. Those who abide in him, he will abide in us. Does Christ abide in you? Does he abide in you? Do you feel a new change? Are you a new creation? Has Jesus given you a new future? Are you a new you? Please hear my words. And I ask you, have you truly said and accepted Jesus Christ and brought him into your heart? Have you truly brought him into your heart? I don't know the answer to that. Jesus knows the answer. Now, this is a time normally that I will say, repeat a prayer after me, but I'm not. Instead, I'm going to say, when you turn this off, when you're done listening to the music at the end of this, 
you have a conversation with Jesus, as I had a conversation with Jesus. I asked him if he was real to come into my heart. I asked him if he truly existed to show himself to me. I didn't say a sinner's prayer. I sat alone in a room and said, Lord, are you real? If you're real, change my heart because I'm tired of being empty. I'm tired of being lost. If I'm going to be hated, I want to be hated for you. I suggest you do the same. There's nothing I can say to you right now for you to be saved. The Holy Spirit has to convict you and come to you. Has he? I pray that he does. But I will close with prayer. I will close in this prayer that says, Heavenly Father, Lord, please, I hope that the person listening to this hears the Spirit and that they are convicted, that they are a believer in you, Lord, that they begin to speak up and that you give them confidence to speak the truth. Lord, and if they do not know you, that they give you a chance because once they give you a chance, they will never truly come back. The world will see a change, but more importantly, they will fill you inside of their heart. Then they will be transformed with inside of them and conform to you, but not conform to the things of this earth. This is a tough message, Lord. This is a tough message today. But Lord, you did not come to bring a soft message. That is why you were crucified on that cross, cursed on that tree. When you were cursed, you took on the curse of man, which is sin. But then you were risen to life to bring eternity to us. How great are you, Lord. Thank you for that sacrifice. And I pray that this message is received. I pray that this message is received. Lord, thank you for hearing this. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise be to you, Lord Almighty. We sing hallelujah. Heavenly Father, I love you. I thank you. I love you. Come into my heart. Come into my life, Lord, and protect those who love you. Protect those who do not know you, Lord, that you may come into their heart. I pray these things vigilantly. Thank you, Lord, for hearing my prayer. I pray people are not deceived by the world. They are able to see you. Open their eyes, open their heart, open their ears, Lord. Cover us with your grace and your mercy. I pray these things in your son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you guys so much for spending time with me today. You know to do the social media thing if you want to follow along. Please share this. Don't just listen to this and turn it off. Share it. Comment, like, subscribe. Share this message. If you are a believer and the Spirit has spoken to you and you made it this far, share this message. Don't turn it off. Open your Bible and read. Share the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. I hope you guys are safe. Please, please don't turn your back on Christ. Don't turn away from the faith. 
This is more important now than ever. These things must come to pass. I thank you guys so much. I appreciate you all so much. I love you all. And until next time, guys, peace and love. God bless you all. Later, guys. I'm still stand. Great is your faithfulness. Faithfulness. We're still in your hands. This is our confidence. Promise still stands. Great is your faithfulness. Faithfulness. I'm still in your hand. This is my confidence. Never fail. And you won't start now. Start now. No, you won't start now. Never fail me. Yeah. And you won't start now. No, you won't start now. No, you won't start now. Never fail me. Yeah. And you won't start now. No, you won't start now. No, you won't start now. Promise still stands. We remember your faithfulness. Faithfulness. We're still in your hand. This is our confidence. We still have our We still have our confidence. You'll never leave, you'll never leave. We still have our confidence. Our hope is built on nothing less. We still have our confidence. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. We still have our confidence. You Finish what you started. 
God, you have never failed. You won't stop with me. You're fair present in every step. Patient in every heartache. God, you have never failed. You won't stop. If you said it, we believe it. If you said it, we believe it. Because you're a man of your word. If you said it, we believe it. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. If you said it, we believe it. Because you're a man of your word. If you said it, we believe it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you said it,
Come on, if you know God is for you, why don't you lift your hands and declare it right now? God is for me. God is for me.